0: Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I'm going to be doing a deep dive analysis on neuroscience versus philosophy, taking aim at free will article by Carrie Smith. Are we really free? How can I call a will mine if I don't even know when it occurred and what it has decided to do? We go into how scientists think they can prove that free will is an illusion while philosophers are urging them to think again. So sit back and relax, enjoy this episode, and please share if you like. In the battle of neuroscience versus philosophy, I'm going to be reading an experiment that Haynes, one of the neuroscientists, had created in 2007, where he put people in a brain scanner, also known as MRI, which he displayed his screen flashed a succession of random letters. He told them to press a button with either a left or right index finger whenever they felt the urge, but to remember that the letter that was showing on the screen when they made the decision and the results were surprising to him. In the article, the results were that the conscious decision to press the button was made about a second before the actual act. But the team discovered that a pattern of brain activity seemed to predict that decision by as many as seven seconds. Long before the subjects were even aware of making a choice, it seems their brains had already decided. So, as I pose a question, ladies and gentlemen, are we really free? How can I or how can you call a will mine? if I don't even know when it occurred and what it has decided to do. As it goes into further, as humans, we like to think our decisions are under our conscious control, that we have free will. And over the course of time, people, there has been questioned and proven and tested that our free will is very questionable and shaky in the grounds of the pandemic if you know what I mean. While philosophers have debated that concept for centuries, and now Haynes, the neurosciences and other neuroscientists are raising a new challenge. They argue that consciousness of a decision may be a mere biochemical afterthought with no influence whatsoever on a person's actions. I'm going to say that again. The neuroscientist argues that a consciousness of a decision may be a mere biochemical afterthought with no influence whatsoever on a person's actions. So what this means to me, this statement may mean something different to you. It just goes to show, are we really free? Are we really in control of our thoughts? As it says, according to this logic, they say free will is an illusion. We feel we choose, but we don't, which a neuroscientist states. We feel we choose, but we don't. I need to keep repeating this. As I'm going to state, give you some examples of we feel we choose, but we don't. Example number one, we feel we choose our presidents or our leaders, but we don't. Just because you feel empowered at those voting polls, they make us think that we choose, but we really don't. They pick and choose who's equal. They pick and choose who's evil or good. They pick and choose who has the right. And who does not? If you don't know about free will and have not been given numerous examples that free will is tested every which way, I don't know what to tell you. Whether it's from technology, where you have the big crash of Facebook and so forth, the free will of communication can be shut off, the free will of feeling warm in your house due to weatherization. The free will to choose what you can and cannot do as far as your body. The free will to think you're in control of all your assets or your house or what you can and cannot say is tested. Results of censorship when it comes to YouTube and so forth. There's numerous examples. I can go on and on, but... We feel we choose, but we don't, like the neuroscientist states. It also continues. You may have thought you decided whether you to have tea or coffee this morning, for example. But the decision may have been made long before you were aware of it. Your brain decided first. Then... You become aware. It states, Haynes says, I'll be very honest. I find it very difficult to deal with this. How can I call it will mine if I don't even know when it occurred and what it has decided to do? How does a person know that they already wanted coffee before they even pose a question that, hey, I want coffee today? How do you know? But the philosopher's thought experiment poses that philosophers aren't convinced that brain scans can demolish free will so easily. However, philosophers who know about the science don't think the sort of study is good evidence for the absence of free will. Even the seemingly simple decision of whether to have tea or coffee is more complex than deciding where to push a button. Well, one hand or the other that Haynes the neuroscientist did in 2007. Yes, free will is complex, I will tell you that. But free will has been tested over time, before this pandemic and during this pandemic. Do I believe you're really free? Really free and the will of choice? No. I can choose not to do something, but am I in control of that? And I know that just sounds confusing, but hang in with me, okay? You go to the voting polls, right, for election day. You go on the voting polls, you go through the ballot, but like, you put your ticket in, and it goes through, right? You feel like you chose the person, the leader you chose once the results come in, right? We don't have the free will to really choose the leaders. We don't really have the free will to really choose what we're watching. Because over time, and it's proven that that has been tested And argued to be against our free will as far as the right to choose, the free will to choose what you want to do with your body. The free will to choose what you want to do in your own home. The free will to choose what you can or cannot say. Based off censorship from YouTube and big tech companies. There are numerous examples that free will has been tested and how can you call it yours if you don't even know when it occurred and what it has decided to do because a lot of times in this society especially with the age of wave of technology it decides for us so do we really get to choose or feel what we want to do we feel we choose but we don't basically what the neuroscience is saying but the philosophers are saying how Can you separate the mind from the body? And if you do that, it will disappear. The concept of the unconscious thinking will disappear and the free will will go as well. That this dualist conception of free will is an easy target for neuroscientists to knock down. Neatly dividing mind and brain makes it easier for neuroscientists to drive a wedge between them. But as a philosopher states, Part of what's driving some of those conceptions or conclusions is a thought that free will has to be spiritual or involve souls or something. I feel like, yes, the mind, body, and soul is connected, my opinion. But what the neuroscientists are stating and showing evidence of does raise questionable thoughts. We feel we choose, but we don't. As humans, we like to think that our decisions are under our conscious control, that we have free will. Look over the course of your life, audience, and ask yourself, do you really have free will? But technology. The powers that be that try to get involved, we're seeing that every day that there's that's being taken away from us. So, do you really get to choose as they choose what's good and what's evil? Who can profit? Who cannot? As you see with the stock market, who can benefit from something? Who cannot? Who has a say so and who does not when everybody's getting censored? it's so many examples I can prove that free will is tested. And free will... Can it be an illusion? I don't know. I always thought that free will was a choice. That free will was something that was connected that the mind and the body was not separated but as i'm reading this article at the neuroscientist it's opening my mind that based off the article and also the realistic society events that has happened during and before this pandemic it's shown and proven time and time again that free will is not what we think it is it is it is an illusion and that it's tested and it can be taken away from you so if it's easily taken away from you can it be free will if it's easily taken away if you're not really in control of it everything i'm saying may sound confusing but please break this down have a debate with your friends your family whoever because we need to ask ourselves we see what's going on but we don't really pay attention that we don't get the right to choose we don't get to say so the battle of the wills and will nots and the haves and the have nots are proven every day that no, you either got it or you don't. You got to be able to have something that can prove that you can have the free will to say what you want, free will to say what you want to do, or so-and-so. According to the article, the practical events of demolishing free will are hard to predict. Biological determinism doesn't hold up as a defiance in law. The law has to be based on the idea that people are responsible for their actions except in exceptional circumstances, says the director of a project on neuroscience and the law run by the Royal Society in London. I think, therefore, I am. Just because you think that means you are who you are. You are your thoughts. You are your will. And as I'm going through this article. (laughs) No. Are you are what you say you are? How can you call it, will yours, if you don't even know when it occurred? These neuroscientists and philosophers think they slick, y'all. That's what philosophy does. It opens your mind to more questioning after questioning, reason after reasoning. To dive deep into what is what, is it what it is, based on this outcome? And this is more of a question of you guys. The law has to be based on the idea that people are responsible for their actions. Based on biological reasoning. You can say you have a choice to do what you want to do. You can say you have a choice to participate or not participate. But do you really have the right or the will to choose? Or is it controlled and decided for you before you even are aware of it as a neuroscientist states? And basically with all this to be said, there's so many layers to this conversation of taking aim and free will. But as I pose different questions, I'll be really free. Are you really your thoughts? Are you consciously aware of what you do before it's decided? so many questions, so many questions about free will and if we go on to different history of free things are not free unless you buy it right, nothing in this world is free, people always say that everything in this world is not free you have to earn it you have to work for it, you have to buy it in order to get it, you can't just take it but, as I pose this question, free, I'm going to read a poem by Peter Dove about free. Are you really free? I'm going to be reading a poem by Peter Dove called Free, which I found on philosophynow.org. It states, Are choices freely made, just as it seems? Or do the atoms choose for us instead? Do people just respond or intervene? By choice illusions are we each misled? If now I choose to work instead of play, is that because that impulse is more strong? Else what decides which impulse will hold sway? Are we the movers or just moved along? And when decidingly I am resolved to take some course of action, come what may. Was I observing or was I involved in that decision in a proper way? Despite the doubts, I must believe I'm free, accepting that I am too near the sea. And in reading that poem by Peter Duff, I pose the question, are you really free? Have these debates with your friends, family, and people you know about the free will. Are you team neuroscientist or team philosopher? Thank you for listening to The Simply Nikki Show. Stay tuned for more episodes every week. You can find me simply by typing in on Google search engine, Simply Nikki, S-I-M-P-L-Y-N-I-C-K-I-E. You can find me on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, and many more. Stay tuned because you don't want to miss it.